Welcome back to the Final Shot Podcast. Today, the podcast is brought to you by the Main Event Boxing Company. Thank you to Ryan Wagner and uh, Josh Wagner for sending me some sweet gear. I appreciate it. But, guys, whenever they get this thing rolling, check it out. It's going to be the Main Event Boxing Company. And uh, Wags is a legit motherfucker, so go follow him on his Instagram and all that. It's Josh the Boxer Man. Check him out. Give him a like. Hit him up. Tell him he did a good job. And uh, support our local Canadian guys. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, I'm going to say his name. I'm probably going to fuck it up, even though we just went over it five times. <laughs> guys, it's Jake Dau. How's it going, my friend? What up? What up? Hey, hey. You're, you're good to nice go. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to finally talk to you. Yeah, we were going to do this once before. I don't know if I sent you a message, but then the fight fell through. Um, yeah. you got a different opponent last minute and I didn't really have a chance to get anything going with you, but I'm super happy you're here today. I get to talk to all the three lions guys before the fights, which is super fun for me, but, uh, welcome to the podcast. I don't even know if you've ever done a podcast before. Yeah. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. I've, I've done a couple local ones and stuff too, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very, uh, happy to be on this and excited to be on this one. It's a good one. So, so you've got a fight against a, uh, a provincial countryman of mine, Stuart Torstic, coming up at uh, Three Lions promotion September 11th. Good fight. What do you know about Stuart so far? You know what? Um, all I know so far is his, a bit of his resume. Um, I, I, unfortunately, there's not much tape or anything I can watch. So all I know is he ha he did have a lot of amateur experience and and he was pretty good. And uh, yeah, I know it's going to be a banger fight. No matter no matter how it. No matter what happens, I know it's going to be a good fight. So I have my thoughts on Stewart. I'll keep them off the podcast because I don't want to be a giant cunt. But uh, Stewart is a good boxer. He, he's he got a ton of experience in the amateurs. Um, he broke onto the scene, I think, two years ago with a professional fight for KO Boxing um, in a fight that I would call a gimme fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually when, when we ship in the Mexicans, they either, one, they're super fucking tough and they come to fight. That's usually yeah. at the lower weight classes, 135, 125. Um, uh -huh. Once you start creeping up 165, 170, 150s in, in those areas, sometimes they're coming for a paycheck, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. But uh, my favorite fighter pound for pound to watch right now is a Mexican guy that's 168, uh, Benavidez. Yeah, he's my favorite guy to watch right now in the uh, in the game. So, we, we you have the big name Mexicans that are that. Yeah, yeah, I, I know it's different. <laughs> you know I know what it's I'm different. Saying? Fighting is is totally in their culture over there, though. Yeah. But yeah, they do have a lot of uh, cab drivers, as they call them, that come over and just get paid. That's a sad state of affairs, though, right? Like you got dudes that just come over to get punched out for a thousand bucks because they need it. That sucks. Yeah, that's brutal. I know they do it just for the trip and a bit of a paycheck, and they get like some of them get pretty pretty rocks too. But yeah, I mean, hey, they sign up for it. I know it's sad. It's just the world we live in. So I was lucky enough to watch your last fight against uh, Brent Anderson. 
you mopped the floor with that young fella. Ah, uh, man, thank you, man. I trained. I, I I had one of the best camps I've ever had in my life. Um, training with my boy Josh Wagner, like full time again, and my whole team is just on fire right now. So I had a really really good camp, and I was ready for a really hard fight with Stewart. So um, yeah, when I was in there, I just I just I put it all out there. So how much did it? Because the last fight you were actually scheduled to fight Stewart Torsic. He came down with COVID. Uh, actually, from what I heard, his whole family came down with COVID. And yeah. uh, the fight couldn't happen, but they had to change your opponent last minute. Did that fuck with you at all a little bit? I mean, the thing is, it was pretty close to the fight, and there was like a couple of different options that I had heard. So it was a little bit, but but also it was indifferent. I was ready for whoever, whatever name they gave me, I was ready to take. I, I needed the fight that night, and thank God we found an opponent last minute, and I got the job done. Yeah, at that point in time, too, uh, finding boxing matches in Canada or even a promotion that could put a fight on was it was very lucky. So you were privileged enough to get to get to do some work, right? Like there's sparring, oh, yeah. there's sparring, but then there's fighting, and, and getting rounds in fighting is one is something that you need to do so young in your career. A hundred percent, and yeah, I showed up to Three Lions Promotions for that because they uh, they did a great great job, and I'm so excited to be on this card too. It's going to be such a banger card, dude. Dude, it's a nasty card. You're on there with uh, Brandon Brewer, who's who's going to probably go down as a Canadian legend in boxing. Um, oh yeah, I've got I've had rounds with him too, and I've I've been lucky enough to have rounds with him and Jesse. So I'm so excited for that fight. Riziki's fight, Mary Spencer's on the card. I think Kara's on the card. It's gonna be such a sick fight. It's such a sick card, man. I'm on the card. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good. Do you know where the people are gonna be able to watch this fight card? Uh, I don't know the streaming details yet, um, but I'll, I'll be keeping my Instagram and Facebook posted. I'll let you know it once I find out. Um, but I do know there's still tickets being sold on Ticketmaster, but I know it will be sold out soon as well. So you get to jump on a plane and and get your ass over to Cape Breton, which is a, a fantastic place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. And you know that arena is going to be jam packed full of Ryan Rizicki, just crazy people. Oh yeah! At, right when I signed with Three Lions, it was like one of the goals of mine to to get on one of his cards because I know the the crowd there is electric yeah. and it's just going to be a crazy vibe. So sitting as a, as a young gentleman, how old are you now? Twenty three. 23 you're you're just a kid and you're you're breaking into the pro scene you got a a clean slate right now two and oh yep so being so young because you haven't even hit that man area yet where you've kind of fully formed so yeah yeah yeah, that's true so what what weight class are you fighting in right now uh super middle middle i'm gonna be making my way down to 154 eventually but uh this next upcoming fight's gonna be at 162 it's kind of a check weight all right well that's kind of fun though yeah yeah (laughs) so i I would guess once you hit the 26 27 area you're gonna go back up and wait again yeah possibly i mean yeah i mean who knows maybe i will grow a little bit more um but uh, but yeah yeah it's still who knows what'll happen at that point I, I do I would like to go down to 154 at, at like when I'm after I'm Canadian champ and I'm fighting the international guys and I'm really like making my way up in the rankings yeah. I think that's how that'll be my perfect weight class this is a very fun fight like people are gonna go through Stewart's record and see that he's one and0 but he's also 31 or 32 years old so he's he's a fully grown male. Um, yeah, and, and don't get—he's in fantastic shape. That guy does not fuck around. 
Mm-hmm. He's in really good shape and he's strong. So it's going to yeah. be fun to see a young up and coming guy against like Stewart's had probably 300 amateur fights. Yeah, probably something like that. I got a pretty, I got a lot of amateur experience myself. Yeah. Uh, I've been to world tournaments. Um, I've, there's nothing I haven't really seen out there. So I'm ready for whatever. He's, he wants to throw a million punches. That's what we're preparing for. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be strong. I've fought plenty of strong guys before. Uh, I deal with men every day in training camp. I mean, Josh is a man. My other training par- partner, Josh, is a man. All the Canadian guys I'm with are men. I'm, I'm off to Montreal actually tomorrow to go get some of the, the highest class sparring I can get in Canada. So the, I'm sure I'm, I'm expecting him to be the strongest and in the best shape that he, he has ever been in. So yeah. I'm going to be ready for it. See, right now I've got my producer who's not in the in the house with me. He's sending me stuff. So people that are on YouTube watching this and uh, on the audio, you're going to hear dings this because this cunt's fucking sending me shit through to my phone and it's popping up <laughs> my goddamn screen because I don't know how to shut it off. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, it's no problem. I haven't heard anything. And it probably won't come through on your end, but it'll come through on mine. It'll just pop up. But, uh, yeah, it, it's a fun fight for me because I see a young up-and-coming guy against a guy that I would classify as a, as a veteran. He's been around. Mm-hmm. For, he, Stewart's been around forever. Yeah. yeah, he's been around the game. Yeah, he fought. So I'm originally from a, a club called Big Time, and he fought one of the Big Time alumni years ago, like probably 15 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm I'm gonna be ready. So me as a per, I've done rounds with Stewart before. He, he's he's a good boxer, but he's got a very amateurish style. Um, light on his feet, hops around a lot, punches and bunches, and just does not stop throwing. But when I watched mm-hmm. your last fight, you were picking and choosing your shots like a professional. And uh, uh-huh. it, it's it's going to be an interesting fight to watch because I think he's going to come out with the exact same style that he's been doing for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Where, where you've evolved. Well, in, you, right? You've evolved into a professional boxer. And, and you have a professional style for a three minute three minute rounds. I'm guessing you're you're going to get ready for six six threes here fairly quickly. But oh um, yeah, my it, first fight, my my debut was a six rounder. Oh, it was too, wasn't it? Uh, against uh, what's his name, Jose? What's his nuts? Yeah, Jose Medina. He's yeah. a, a guy from Mexico. Was he was he a cab driver? I mean, he was tough. He was tough. He had a losing record. He was like he was like two and three or something. But he was tough. He had a hard head. I remember as soon as I punched his head, I thought, man, it's going to be hard to knock this guy out. <laughs> There's something with those Mexican fellows, though, on that Aztec bloodline where they can take a shot, eh? Yeah, yeah. And it was the same thing. I think he was 30 years old as well. So, And I was 21 at the time, the, the right before the pandemic. So, like we were talking off air, we were talking about the Mexican fellows that do come over to collect a paycheck. But it, not to take away from them because they got chins and they they yeah, know, they yeah. do know how to fight because they're kind of yeah, in that some culture. of them yeah some of them won't aren't going to go down without a fight. They'll they'll they're still going to try to win, obviously, right? Yeah. So being young and you've got two professional fights, you're already signed to a promotion, which is fantastic for you. You don't have to worry about going out and trying to find fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, very blessed when, and a good promotion as well. Yeah, Dan Otter's fantastic. When Dan calls you up and say, "Hey, man, I, w- I want to offer you a contract," do you are you immediately excited, or are you going around and testing the waters to see who else wants some? Well, I, I had I was talking to some other people, but Dan had the best offer for me, so so I went with Dan, and I was I was super excited because I just saw what he had been doing, and I I saw that he was trying to get cards going on even during the pandemic and stuff, so I knew 
I knew he was the right guy to go with. There's a couple bigger promotions in Canada. I the Tiger being the biggest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're studs too. Uh, that's who I'm going to be going to hopefully do some work with tomorrow. Some of their guys. Okay. Do you know what gym you're going to? Uh, I don't know if he's going to want me to say. <laughs> it's okay. But 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 a very notable good gym. Good. I'm glad you're going there because they have the the best guys in Canada or in Montreal, <laughs> other than Josh Wagner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and myself. <laughs> So, so getting getting to train with Josh every day, who's seemed to turn over a new leaf in life, and he's turned into a complete animal. What does that mean to you to be able to step in there with the, with this this stud every day of the week? Well, uh, Josh has actually always been an animal, and him and I actually go back even even without boxing. We, okay. we, I've known him since I was literally in diapers. So I've been looking up to him and he's got like six years on me. So I've been looking up to him ever since I was a little kid anyways. Now it's really nice that I've, I've matured and he's turned his life back around and we're really working together. And it really, yeah, it really puts a fire under my ass as well. Like we just got back from Massachusetts and he rocked the house out there. He fought a guy seven to no. We were getting booed and it did not matter to him at all. He yelled back at the crowd and just like his confidence and, and training with him definitely helps me and and build me build character in myself as well that uh that fight that was over in massachusetts that was pretty cool that you were able to go with him too oh yeah i was stoked man yeah it was sweet how was the crowd i couldn't because when i was watching i was kind of watching it on like an instagram live kind of thing and the fucking cameras all over the place and guys <laughs> yeah were- it was it was kind of tough but the crowd was uh they were they were ruthless actually. They were okay. booing us as soon as we were walking <laughs> out there, like just straight booing us because we were in his backyard. So it yeah. is what it is. But uh, Josh didn't care, man. He didn't let it get to him at all. He still shined and beat the guy up every round. So when I had Wags on, I I, t- I was talking. I was like, so what's it like going to be going into a a guy's backyard? Because as a Canadian guy, you're going over to America. I don't give a fuck if the fight's in Massachusetts or Philadelphia. Yeah, the, USA. The USA is like they're very patriotic. Like they are very yeah. USA is for one. It doesn't matter where he's from. They hear Canadian, they're cheering for that guy, and you're getting booed out of the arena. Yeah, yeah. And the guy had a bit. The guy was no slouch, so he had a fan base himself with all people wearing his shirt and stuff. And yeah, yeah man, they were they were loud, but uh, they got pretty quiet pretty soon. Was was Wags able to turn the crowd by the end of the night and get some cheers? Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, okay. we definitely had some some people that were that were loving us after the fight, and and yeah, I guess during the fight too. It was kind of hard for me to tell. I was right in the corner. Yeah. But uh, no, definitely after the fight, he got shown mad love. It's definitely a cool experience to be able to go and and see a guy go into somebody else's backyard, yeah, clean him up. It, it was I, yeah. from what I seen, the fight wasn't close. Yeah. No. Yeah. Josh beat him up. Man. <laughs> and to be able to sit there and watch that, it's got to be cool. Just to sit there. Yeah, and it was watch sweet, it. man. If he a, a win for him is a win for me, and a win for me is a win for him. We're gonna help each other's stock go up. So is Wags gonna be going with you to the three lions fight? He's going to the fight. He's going to the fight. I'm not okay. sure he'll be able to be in my corner and stuff like I was for him, but he'll be there. So, so that's huge for me too. Perfect. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing. Do you have to go over a little bit early? I'll, I'm. I'm sure I'll be there at least a day before the weigh-in. Okay, so there's no like covid bullshit where you got to show up no okay no 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 i i got my double back so 
I'm so I'm good anyway. So your last fight that uh, was with three lions, did you have to do the whole COVID protocol thing, show up seven days and quarantine and all that shit? Uh, not seven days. No, but when I got back, I had to quarantine. Isn't that some shit? Yeah, I know it's weird, man. So yeah, it's all it's all weird. Ontario's really really strict with the stuff too. Well, I I was reading that uh, Quebec they're gonna make you have a COVID passport to go there, and you you have it. You double vax, so you're good to go. Yeah, well, I, apparently to be able to fight on this card, we ha- we everybody had to be double vax. So that's the reason I I got it, and it screwed me up too. I was sick for a bit, but <laughs> what are you gonna do? At least I'm fighting. Well, hey. With everything starting to dwindle down now, the the options of getting more fights, like maybe being able to step in there three or four times in the next year, it's a oh, very yeah. viable option, especially with Dan and Three Lions putting on stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully I'll be in there as much as possible, man. So all this dinging that people are hearing coming through here uh, is my fucking producer sending me questions that he wants me to talk to you about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you an MMA fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, boxing is my bread and butter, obviously. But, uh, but like, I, I would consider myself like a casual MMA fan. Yeah. So, do you, do you ever pay attention to the PFL, the Professional Fighters League? Rory McDonald fights our Canadian guy, one of the best 170 pounders on the planet. I've heard about him, but other than that, I, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I've yeah. heard about him in specific, though, and uh, good for him. Okay, well, here's a fun one we can talk about because this is boxing. Um, Tito Ortiz, MMA legend, is going to jump into the world of boxing and he's going to fight somebody. I can't remember who the fuck it is now. But I heard Anderson Silva. I heard that, he's boxing Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva, who just made pretty easy work of Chavez Jr. Isn't that That weird? was nuts, man. <laughs> That's brutal. That doesn't look good for boxers. but It's because uh, Chavez doesn't train much, I don't think. But still, even for a guy like, let's say he got off the couch and trained two weeks and got into shape a little bit. Yeah. With his boxing pedigree being a former world champion, he should be able to clean up Anderson Silva. Like, fairly. Yeah, 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 I know. That one, that one, uh, I didn't really like to watch that one that much, to be honest. But Anderson can box, though. He's, He's competitive. He can box. Well, he had a professional boxing fight before he fought that fight. Oh, he did. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know that. He he fought a couple times in Brazil and won and won, I, I believe. But true, uh, true. Now, I didn't know that. Now we've got the one of the originators of ground and pound and Tito Ortiz, who's mostly a wrestler, going to come over and fight a guy that we could probably say is a legitimate journeyman boxer. Yeah, he's a boxer. Yeah, yeah. Anderson Silva is actually he actually apparently he gets rounds in with a lot of like world class boxers and shit. So yeah, he can he can box. But I don't see this going well for Pumpkinhead Tito. <laughs> I don't either, man. No, I don't either. So, but I mean, hey, it is boxing. Who knows? Maybe he wings a big shot and catches him. But but likelihood of that happening, not very likely. This is a fight I can get down with, though. These two are both professional legends in the sport of MMA. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a. I'm, fun I'm surprised fight. they're not doing the bare knuckle stuff. A lot of the MMA, a lot of the like kind of retired MMA guys go to that bare knuckle stuff. That's kind of cool. I have an issue with the bare knuckle stuff, man. I don't like it. No, why not? Um. If it's two real legit dudes or or females that know how to fight and are skilled, cool. I'll watch it. But uh, oh yeah, a lot of them are like hack, eh? They just guys that think they can yeah. fight. 
I'll give you uh, an example. Um, a friend of mine, Aaron Tohill, who is uh, MMA pioneer, also was a professional boxer, fought for world titles, fought Leila Ali, went over to bare knuckle boxing and fought a girl that fought a couple times in MMA. And so Aaron comes out and she's throwing, like, she looks good. She's boxing combinations, working a jab, head movement. And then this chick just throws bombs. So, oh, yeah. Okay. It, 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 Aaron ended up losing the fight because. Oh, she did. She's cover, oh, damn. She's covering up, blocking these friggin' bombs from Guadalajara. And, <laughs> like, what, what happens when you get hit with a bare knuckle, like, on the forehead? You get split open. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their faces get mashed up by the end of those fights or, or tournaments. Like, those guys get mashed up. So, what's the smartest thing to do? Pick your shots. Yeah, I guess so. Try not to get hit. (laughs) Try not to get hit. Pick your shots. Move your head. I thought Aaron had won the fight on skill. Yeah, but they they gave it to the other girl who was probably going forward just throwing bombs. Throwing, Going forward, throwing haymakers, hitting her hands, hitting her arms. Like, her arms were more beat up than her face. Yeah. So, if we had two legit guys that were going to step in there... Uh, Jimmy Sweeney versus uh, this guy's got to fuck off with the goddamn text messages. I, I'm sorry, I don't even know how to shut this off. I apologize to everybody listening. This is fucking crap. Um, Jimmy Sweeney is a, a pikey from from Ireland, bare knuckle boxer from the age of five. He is fucking good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Irish guys, man. There's a lot of like gypsy gypsy boxing over there where they do that bare knuckle stuff. That's sweet. I I, yeah. I like to watch that stuff. So uh, Jimmy Sweeney fought Melvin Gillard, who's a legitimate MMA fighter, good hands, like boxing-esque kind of, a more kickboxing, but knows how to throw combinations. Excellent okay. fight. Excellent fight to watch. Yeah. But then you get Shoney Carter, who's 400 years old, and I got a beef with Shoney Carter anyway. He's supposed to come on this show and then stood me up. If I see him, I'll slap him in his fucking mouth. But uh, he, you gotta join up this bare knuckle stuff. Go, go, give him a go. Fuck that! I'm way too big for him. <laughs> oh, sure, 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 sure. Uh, I'm just joking. I like Shoney. He's funny, but he did stand me up on the show. <laughs> um, but Shoney Carter, who's probably I don't, I want to say fifty, the fight's a twenty five okay. year old in bare knuckle box. What the fuck do you think's gonna happen? What happened? He got knocked out. Oh, he did. Hey, okay, okay. I thought you were gonna say the opposite. Yeah, no, he did. Eh? Yeah, he got he got cleaned up. But yeah, age. Uh, everybody has a, their clock, right? Everybody's got a, a ticket that can get punched, right? It is what it is. Yeah. We've got big name MMA people that are going over there, like Paige Van Zant fought the other hot chick. It wasn't. Even, yeah. it wasn't a good fight to watch. They're not strikers. No, I know, but but then I watched one the other day, Chris Lieben. He can bang. Oh, fuck yeah. He's a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but he's just a tough guy, though. He's just like a, a scrappy guy. Yeah, he... I, I don't know if you ever watched the... I can't... Oh, it was uh, Terry Martins. He fought. Chris Lieben got rocked, and he was like stumbling around the ring. And oh, then... yeah, I did see that fight. That was in the <laughs> UFC, right? Yeah. It, yeah, oh, yeah. Throws a bomb and flatlines yeah. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, if we could get some some higher quality um, people in that sport, I think it would 
do better. Yeah, that yeah, that's what it is, man. People like quality. People like uh, talent. Talent sells. Yeah. So that's exactly what it is. But it is a savage sport, though, because there's yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty barbaric. And there's blood. But I was talking to my wife the other day, and I'm like, I was like, you know, we haven't really evolved much from like the ancient Roman days, eh? When it comes to boxing and stuff, I know. I think about that all the time, man. You can't like, it's crazy. You can't get away with walking by and breathing on somebody without getting charged. <laughs> but people will pay thousands of dollars. Like thousands of people will pay to watch people go at it. Like yeah, and, and watch for blood. You know, it's kind of crazy. All we've really done over the last couple thousand years is add a few rules, and you're not allowed to have weapons. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. But people still die. It happens. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a crazy, yeah, it's a crazy sport, man. I was laughing about it because I was like, well, it's 2021. You have to refer to some people as they, which doesn't make sense. Um, we're 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 in this weird state where we're arguing genders and how many there are. But we've also got an American military that just pulled out of Afghanistan, and we got people jumping on a plane and flying off mm. these fucking things, and Taliban's taking over. And but we're more worried about the right acronym to call somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy times, man. It's it's crazy times. That's all I can really say about that. It's crazy times. I don't really like to talk I'm about this. I'm very blessed to be where I'm at and and who I am and. Uh, be doing what i'm doing that's that's uh all that outside stuff's crazy but uh i'm i'm in blessed shoes i think people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do yeah yeah me too man if you want to dress up like a dog and go to walmart have at her sure i don't care but like <laughs> let's 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 talk to some people about what the fuck's going on in other places in the world where like People are dying. Exactly. That yeah, that's that's an issue too. Like, man, come on. We're all we're lucky, man. We're lucky where we're at. So an interesting thing somebody brought up to me the other day is that we're gonna have an election again and on September twenty sixth. Yeah. Are we gonna Oh get, yeah? That's coming we, up. Justin Trudeau called an election for September twenty sixth. Are we gonna get rid of this drama teacher? <laughs> I I don't know. What do you think? Who do you got? I hope so. Ah, damn. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know it was coming up that soon. Uh, this is apparently this is the shortest time that a, that like an election is going to take place. It's so weird. Yeah. Do you think he wants out? Do you think he wants out? You think that's what it is? I think so. Yeah, I think he wants out. Think he gets so much hate, man. I just feel like, I don't know. Do you think he'll get out, though? Do you think he'll get voted out? I don't know. Oh, with Ontario and Quebec, with the way they vote, with the majority of votes that they have, probably not. I know, right? But I, I'm not a political guy. I, I want Donald Trump to be president of the United States again. Yeah? You're, you're a MAGA guy? Dude, he did some amazing things for the American, um, for America and Twitter. <laughs> yeah, true. He put their stock up. <laughs> Twitter Twitter stock has been plummeting since they banned him from Twitter. So, yeah, for real. Like, let's but, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not really a politician. I don't I I don't know if it's ignorant of me, but I just don't I just try to look away from all that stuff, man, and just focus on uh, on me and making my life better. 
So here's something funny that happened to me the other day. I was walking my dogs. I live in a very small town in Saskatchewan, like 135 people. Oh, so you're from where Stuart's from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I see. I, I live like maybe two hours away from Stuart. I see. I'll give you my pick at the end of this fight because I've already picked this one once before, so we'll just redo it again at the end. I won't wait for okay. Dan. I'll just fucking pick it. But so I was walking my dogs, and a guy came up to me. He goes, hey, would you consider running for mayor? And I'm like, well, maybe, but you need to do some research on who I am first because I'm a bit of a fucking whack job. <laughs> He's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like. Well, first off, I'm letting dead people do whatever the fuck they want. If they want to have a giraffe in their backyard, they can have it. Yeah. Because I think that's how it should be. But what? It was a random guy. Did you know him? I never met him in my life. I, he was, but he knew you. Oh, I guess because the podcast is so big and stuff. He's like, yo. Yeah, he knew who I was. He said, would you run for mayor? Like, Maybe. How fun would that be? I don't shot. How fun would that be? I could come on the podcast and say, hey, I'm the mayor of Vanguard. What's up? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's sweet. Uh, MVGA, make Vanguard great again, man. Exactly. Uh, let's go through some of these fucking events that this guy. Uh, Conor McGregor's been in the news a lot lately with these crazy tweets. You pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost kind of worry for him, man. It's a little weird because, like, we've seen him through the history of what he's like. Let's not get anything weird about this. Conor McGregor's probably done the most for MMA out of anybody in the history of the sport. Such a stud, man. I Dude, I still love to watch him fight. I was almost kind of voting for him to win that last fight just because he's so entertaining, man. I love yeah. – love, I'm a huge McGregor fan. But when you have $400 million in the bank, you have two kids at home and a wife and a mansion and a Bugatti and a Ferrari boat, what the fuck do you need to fight for? It's that fighting spirit, man. Uh, it's a it's a curse that a lot of us are going through. We were just speaking about guys, these older guys that are going into bare knuckle or yeah. uh, or these older MMA guys that are going into boxing now. Fighting spirit, it's tough. Like our body ages, but that fighting spirit never seems to leave. No matter how rich you are, how old you are, fighting spirit stays in there. We gotta fight it out of us. Um, I, 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 I agree. I hope that he hangs up the gloves and he doesn't fight anymore because he's such a legend and I don't want him to hurt his name anymore. Yeah. But, uh, I, I understand why he wants to do it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop fighting. So I get it. When you go from being on social assistance one day to the UFC, giving you a $50,000 fight bonus to making a million dollars in a fight in such a mm -hmm. short, short amount of time, we've seen him with Justin Bieber. Yeah, man. Justin Bieber got super famous and then went nuts. Yeah, that fame that fame can really mess with someone, man. I, I'm hoping that there's companies out there that have started some kind of like psychiatry thing for these people that because you can't go from nothing to everything overnight and then expect to be normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you see Connor's like story on Instagram the other day? He's like smoking a blunt. He's like, ah, he's like looking in the camera. He's all, yeah. he's all crazy. Yeah, I, I hope, I hope his his mental state is is all right. But he's still like, like we were saying before, such a legend, bro. Done so much for the game. One of one of the greatest videos I've seen him do in the last little while was when he was on that cricket thing and he had his leg sitting up when he's rolling through the fucking neighborhood. Yeah. How hard <laughs> would you laugh if you seen Conor McGregor rolling through your neighborhood with a broken leg? So hard, man. 
<laughs> Dude, the fact that man, the fact that he did that post-fight interview with his leg hanging off, and he's still promoting the next fight, still angry, still like yeah. able to speak English. Dude, I don't think ah, I don't think I'd be able to talk with my leg hanging off like that. This guy's still promoting the next fight with it still just hanging off. It's classic McGregor though. Like. <laughs> What do you expect from the guy? But let's be honest here. Joe Rogan should not have sat down beside him and gave him that interview. No, man. No, I know. It's uh, like we said, it's a barbaric. People like to watch yeah. the chaos, man. Um, uh, but uh, I, I just have so much respect for McGregor after that. Like, I couldn't still. Have and you know how much pain he was probably in? Oh. And he's just still just mouthing off still like oh we'll take it outside still trying to fight him guy guy's a gangster man i couldn't imagine trying to do an interview with a broken leg i don't know what would come out of my mouth i know right (laughs) and and he's in fight mode still like so yeah that guy's just a savage dude so but but i hope he hangs him up I I, i do hope he hangs him up and just ends his legacy i'm selfish i hope the opposite yeah, why? You want to see him lose, eh? No, I want to see him go back and do the double champ thing again. I want him to do it all over True, again. I guess that is possible. That is possible. But he's got. it's just going to be hard with the recovery, a long recovery, and then back. They, they shouldn't. They should build him up again and not throw him in with all the dogs yeah. right away. He needs like a, the top 10 guys right away. You know, Build him up like, like, he's, like he has a fresh start again. And he could potentially do that. You are right. He could potentially go back up to the top again. What an amazing story that would be, though. Oh, my God. The guy just keeps going. He already reached the pinnacle of the mountain, fell all the way back down, and went all the way back up. All the way back up. Yeah, that would be pretty uh, legendary. You're right. Yeah, I would like to see that, too. That's a that's a movie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hell of a movie. The guy's already a movie, but that's a hell of a movie. Well, if he, If anybody could do it, I think it's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I'm hoping there's nothing wrong upstairs, and I'm hoping he's just being a jackass or he's high on Percocets or something. Yeah, yeah, something. Something, yeah, that fame, man. Um, One thing we do have to talk about, I got to bring it up with everybody, is Jake Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's going to be fighting Tyron Woodley. Um, I got him winning. You got Jake winning? I got Jake winning too because I think I don't think the fight's real. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah, they got a they got a master plan for this, right? Like, I'll I'll, I'll outline it because it's fairly, it's not rocket science. Like, you, so you got these kids. They come in and they fight some bums, KSI and some other guy. I don't know who they are. They're they make a million bucks. Like, oh fuck, we can tune, we can turn this again. Let's fight another one. So the they fight. Logan Paul inks a fight with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, that I don't. That I'm not a. I'm not a huge fan of. Makes twenty two or twenty three million dollars. Never. I mean, good for him. Good for him. I can't hate on uh, success and whatever, but but I'm not a big fan of that one. Never won a fight in his life. (laughs) Uh, What's his nuts? Jake Paul fights the bag of milk. Ben Askren. Uh, We're talking. (laughs) That was so funny. Olympic legend. Yeah, it just got rocked. Just smokes him. Jake Paul <laughs> inks a fight with Tyron Woodley, who realistically in his his fighting career is done, but is a massive name and a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, and it looks like he can throw hands, but the thing is, Woodley is smaller than Jake. 
Yeah. He hasn't won a fight in five years or whatever. Jake's a young gun that actually can't seem to punch. He does have some punching power. power. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I think Jake wins. So I think Jake Paul beats Tyron Woodley. I think he goes on to do a fight with Floyd Mayweather. Him and his brother get in an argument and see who did better, and then they fucking fight for $100 million. They fight each other. They're going to end up fighting each other. Yeah. That is right. I, I And, hey, I, I, I wouldn't mind to see that. One of them's going to get knocked out. <laughs> but if Tyron Woodley knocks this kid dead, it's over. Yeah, you're right. And that's what kind of makes it interesting, I guess, right? Because that could potentially happen. Realistically, if Tyron lands that right hand, it's game over. Yeah, he's got a big loopy right hand, right? Yeah, if that hits, like Jake still hasn't been in deep waters and whatever yet. I mean, I, I, I'm mad that I know this much about it, but I do find it entertaining, man. And the guy does get in there. The, the only problem I have with it now is that we've got other TikTok nerds and YouTube nerds that are fighting each other, and then they're calling out professional baseball players, and we got there's a whole bunch of weirdness. So it's a like, circus. I know yeah. it's a circus now, but they should be in their own league. Like yes. it should be a whole separate league of of that. Boxing entertainment or combat entertainment. Don't even bring the entertainment. Word boxing. Yeah, and then there's like the real WBC things on yeah. on, on Showtime and on uh, Top Rank and on DAZN and whatever. The only like the real boxing and then like the circus boxing. That's how I think they should do it. You know, I think about it. Remember back a little while ago, they had that uh, the obstacle course show. It was called whatever it was. It was the Asian thing. And you just get fucking stupid people that try to run through this obstacle course and they get fucked up. Wipeout? Yeah, that's it. Wipeout. <laughs> yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, it's just people, it's, that's the thing about boxing. Like we said, boxing goes back so many years because people are interested to see what people will do in a fight. Like, and when you see celebrities and stuff, you're interested to see how they would react when they get hit or, or, or you want to see them knocked out or whatever. Boxing is just, we love boxing. It's in our blood. It's in our roots as, as human beings, I think. Yeah. So I did have a couple questions come in for you um, that people want to know who you emulate your style after. Um, I would say, I, I mean, I don't purposely really do it. I've been told that I fight like Caleb Plant a lot. I got a nice, I got a, I got a good jab. Uh, I did hip hop when I was a little kid, so I've got good rhythm. I can box and move, but I also can mix it up. Like I, like you saw my last fight, I can go and, I can go and scrap, or I can, or I can box and move. So it's like, I don't really purposely. Like one day, I, I, I'll, I'll watch videos on, on Tyson and, and try to do some stuff that he does in the ring, and then the next day, I'll go watch videos on Leonard and Hearns and, and try to do what they do in the ring. So it's kind of not not specifically one okay. one fighter. I, I just I mix it up and, and do the best thing I can do. You got a lot of power. No, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. So I was wondering if there was if there was going to be one guy. Mike Tyson would be a fantastic person to emulate for power. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's good, but like I said, there's there's just so so many uh, so many styles and and things out there, and that's what makes fighting unique. Is we all kind of have our own. What did you think about Tyson coming back at 54 years old? I don't love that. I don't love that. I was so excited. You were. I don't. Did you see the fight? I did watch the fight. Mike Tyson looked decent. Like 
for he held back. It was like a it was like a sparring session. It was a, a gentleman's agreement. We're not going to flatline each other. Um, Roy, yeah, Roy yeah. Jones Jr. would have got molly whopped. Like Tyson was a, on every steroid known to man. I was just going to say he was on all the juice. So yeah, he looked fantastic. Yeah, he looked great. He looked great. But yeah, no, I wasn't. I I I, I can't lie. I watched the event. I did watch oh, the event. It was, it was a circus. Yeah. Talk about a circus. That that was show was a circus. But. Uh, but yeah, no, not not a huge fan of the older guys coming down. I I will say that Roy did look good for just pulling out of the McDonald's drive for. <laughs> yeah, just off a milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> fresh off a milkshake in there yeah. with Tyson. Uh, if Tyson had to hit him in the head with some of those body shots, oh my god! I know, I know. That's that's you could tell. You could tell that he didn't on purpose because yeah, those would have those probably would have knocked him out. Like considering Roy Jones' past. Yeah. So word on the street is Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield they're gonna fight. Um, I don't like this one. No, because no. Evander's got some CTE issues. Like he's got a personal handler. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Tyson's got some CTE issues as well. Like like a yeah, lot of these guys, like they're in their fifties and they've been to through so many wars. Like that's why. That's why I don't really like the older guys coming back because it's actually pretty dangerous. Especially the way Mike Tyson's fighting, because he fought high on mushrooms. What he did? Yeah. With Roy Jones? Yeah, he's he ate mushrooms before he went in the ring. Damn, I kind of I actually got a lot of respect for that. What a gangster! <laughs> Jeez. But the likelihood of an actual real live fight popping off between Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield, we're probably about ninety eight percent sure that's going to happen. Wow. Because yeah, it's not really good for Holyfield. I don't think either. No. I've heard like I can hear him talking interviews and stuff right now. I mean, I mean, respects to the the legend. He's such a goat. He's one of my yeah. favorite guys to watch, actually. Especially his come up, the real deal. He didn't. He he earned that name. He didn't get that name by fluke. He was he was a real deal. So I don't know. I hope I hope he's I hope he's okay. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when Holyfield decided he was going to make the jump up to uh, heavyweight, and I was like. Well, yeah, I don't know how the fuck you're gonna do that, man. Because you're like a, you're you're a cruiserweight, and then he got on every steroid, all the steroids, Huge. <laughs> all the steroids. I was like, oh like, shit, he like a Greek god. Yeah, he looked like he was chiseled out of fucking Iron Man. He yeah. was huge. He had no neck, and he looked scary. See, that's the thing when he fought Tyson, he was clearly on all the all the steroids too, man. Oh, so was Tyson back then. It was just free game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were open about it too. I'm pretty sure they kind of were like, "Yeah, like, yeah, we are." It it makes it kind of an even playing field though when everybody's on it. Like you, look when everyone's at, on it, yeah. Look at what's what's the guy? The uh, damn it, Morrison. Can I, Tom, oh, sorry, who? Tommy Morrison. Oh yeah, huge. And then he got <laughs> off steroids and he went down to like 190. Yeah, but he got AIDS though. So. Yeah, that's all. That's okay. You can get rid of that. <laughs> True, <laughs> but uh, he went. He lost a ton of weight, dude. He's like two sixties, fucking jacked. Yeah, best left hook in the game. Rocky Five, Tommy Morrison, get the fuck out of here. Oh, dude, jack. That's my childhood. Yeah. So it, when when they do that, it's an even playing field. And that the, hey, if it's a gentleman's agreement, you want to shake hands on it. You can do every steroid. Have at her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't not let one guy and then let the other guy. Yeah. Like Vanderlei Silva from Pride? 
Yeah, he he was on the May. Same thing with Vitor Belfort. Oh man, when he fought Vanderlei in the UFC, he was jacked. Yeah, yeah, he was on he was on them too. I think he was supposed to fight Anderson Silva in a boxing match too. Or, or no, he's fighting Dela. he's fighting fucking Delahoya. Yeah, that's not gonna go good well for Oscar. Ah yeah, yeah, he doesn't look so good, man. Listen, if if Oscar does a few lines before he goes out there like he normally would on a Friday night, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah did you watch him on the on the jake paul ben Askren card oh my god it was embarrassing it was embarrassing yeah. for boxing man because delahoy is a legend yeah legend yeah such a legend dude and you've got AC. he's always playing at our gym uh, my coach has has like his whole yeah. career too like from amateurs and everything he's always playing he's such a legend and such then- a good jab and left hook he had AC Slater on there from Saved by the Bell trying to like wrangle in all the guys that are high and fucking tell him to shut up. I know the only real guy on the card. I know on the like the only real guy on the team. Yeah, well, he's a real boxing guy too. Like he's been out. Yeah, I'm years. a fan of his. Yeah, yeah, he's like the only the only normal one that that was there. You know, almost like he didn't even belong there because it know, was such. Well, he does such so a many, He does so many things on TV, but I lost a ton of respect for him when he brought back Saved by the Bell. Oh yeah. Let's just leave it alone, fucking what you're not, AC Slater, because it's terrible. Yeah, I, I I didn't see when it when he came back. Oh, it's bad, man. Uh, my oh, I, yeah. I have young kids, and like I was telling them about Saved by the Bell when I was a kid growing up. Uh, I'm from that era. Where I was like, oh fuck, we got to get home watch Saved by the Bell because it's exactly what the fuck we wanted to do, right? We yeah. Were, we want to skip school, get those big ass cell phones, and <laughs> talk shit to our <laughs> friends. But it's not like that no more. It's all PG and weird. But so what? So what? You do you do MMA yourself too? I used to. Yeah, I'm. I'm oh, old. you did? Eh? You you actually you had some fights? I had one MMA fight, and then I did a bunch of kickboxing stuff. Oh, cool, man! Yeah. Cool kickboxing, man. That's yeah, it's crazy stuff too. What about? You never did any boxing? I was. I owe a couple guys some fights. Actually, I was supposed to fight a few years ago, and ended up blowing out my knee. So. uh then I tried to, I tried to like get a license to fight again. I was supposed to fight a gentleman named Joel Story Graham um, out there in Fredericton, and uh, they wouldn't clear me to fight. Uh, so I'm pushing forty now. So I don't know if it's realistically, but if if a promoter called me and said, "Hey, I need a fight for one of these guys," I would I would do it because I owe them a fight. Okay. Okay. Or there's another guy that I will fight because I don't like. If so, if a, I've said it on here 400 times, I fucking hate this dude. If somebody called me on the phone and said, hey, man, I'll give you $10. We need somebody to fill a fight. I'll fucking go do it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But you guys can go back in the history books in the show and listen to me call this motherfucker out. Okay. <laughs> but but I, I called him out. He, he called me a coward and then wouldn't accept the fight. So I was like. What are we even doing? It's a fucking waste yeah. of my time. So, uh, I'm retired. The my job now is to try to help you guys get some exposure, talk shit on this show, get some hype yeah, behind man, your fights, it. and uh, I just want to build the sport and and try to try to get the Canadian boxers and MMA and MMA people bigger bigger paydays bigger shows to fight on get your get your story out there let people know who the fuck you are that's why we don't always just talk about boxing on this damn thing because i'm sure you like to play golf 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a podcast, man. You just chop it up, dude. That's what's up. Tell me about this hat. I want to know about the hat. Is this a normal normal hat for you? Uh yeah, man. I, I it's just to be honest, my uh, my first coach Brian Mackey, he used to rock one of these back in the day, and it's just kind of a studly hat. It's a bit different, and uh, yeah, man. That's what that's what I do. It's my boxing cap. It's a boxing thing, man. The old school boxers wore wore those. Uh huh. Like you. It's like fifty styles boxers caps. Yeah, we've we've got a Saskatchewan legend. He's probably like four hundred and fifty years old now. He's still alive, Johnny Devison, and he rocks one of those hats a lot. He was a does former, he? Yeah, yeah and he man. was a coach, probably right. Yeah, he's a coach. Um, yeah, so that's what's up. He he rocked. He rolled into a KO boxing event one time wearing a full blue Adidas tracksuit and one of those hats. <laughs> he looked like a pimp at like 80, 86 years old. Nice. That's what I'm going to be dressing like when I'm 80, bro. So I got respect for the hats. I can't pull them off because my head's too big. I can't find one that fits my fat head. <laughs> no, so, that one looks good on you. That's a good. That's a good hat and shirt. So check this out. I got two snaps left on a snapback. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got a big noggin. Yeah. So. So it's, it's hard to knock you out then. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I've never been slept. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be hard to because you got a big head. I've been dropped, but. <laughs> <laughs> I've, not, I've never never had a little snooze uh, i don't i don't think i'd wish that upon anybody i've heard it doesn't hurt though uh, yeah I, I wouldn't know either because i've been punched in the face 400 million times getting punched in the face sucks yeah yeah it's it's not my first pick but they say when you get hit on the chin it's just uh go to sleep yeah i just yeah, you're just looking up. Yeah, I've heard that too. You're just looking up, wondering, kind of like, "Whoa, what happened?" You're just looking up at the lights. Yeah, I've been choked out a couple times, and that's terrible. Because, oh, cold. Yeah, because you like rear naked chokes and training and stuff like that. You just start seeing a black circle come in, and then all of a sudden it ends up here, and then nothing. <laughs> and you wake you're out. Up, wake up, you're like, "What in the flying fuck just happened to me?" <laughs> you've never never been knocked out throughout your whole boxing career since 10 years old no no never never came even close really knock on wood never been dropped no perfect i like it and you got that beard too which is good yeah and i, I can keep it i can keep it now that we're in the pros yeah, what is with the beards in amateur boxing I think that rule actually just changed because I noticed everybody in the Olympics in the Olympics had beards, though. Really, I know that there yeah. was a there was a religious loophole to that. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what kind of turned the rule over. So I know in Saskatchewan, as for a couple years ago, like last year, no beards. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was my whole career too. Not even a little bit. Like you got to make sure you're clean shaven. I don't know the ruling on it. I don't really understand. Like I took a guy, his name was Dakota, and we went to Saskatoon for Golden Gloves. I took him down there, and uh, he had a, like the smallest amount of stubble on his face. Like they literally got out a magnifying glass. I, it was like that. Like they were looking, and they're like, "Yeah, you got to go to the corner store and get a razor and shave that off." Yeah, like whole. I, I don't know. Was it because it was like a gentleman's sport? I I actually don't understand why. I don't know why that they call boxing a gentleman's sport. What do you mean? What? You got to look at the motherfuckers that are competing in this thing at the highest levels. These guys are gang. Like Mike Tyson. Like, 
<laughs> okay, that's a good argument, I guess. <laughs> like the, the, these are there's guys that are fighting in the sport that are from the gutter. Like there's a reason why boxing's still here is because the this is an option for guys that don't have anything else. But it turns them into gentlemen. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I guess it turns into a gentleman. Well, whatever. I think you're a nice guy, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I would never not call you a gentleman. But there's a lot of guys like um, what's his nuts, the ex- executioner Bernard Hopkins. Oh yeah, yeah, that's another good example. Actually, yeah, Floyd, he started boxing like 22 in jail or something. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather, not a gentleman. You don't think so? He always compliments his opponents and speaks well. He doesn't know what he's saying. He can't read. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know if I believe that. He can read some pretty big checks. <laughs> if it's got zeros and a couple digits before that, it's good. He, he, yeah, he can read that. I think that boxing does change change people and their outlook on life, whether it's for the good or the bad. Um, uh, done it, it's done it for me in a good way. I can definitely say that. Uh, again, Tommy Morrison, not a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not by the end of his career anyways, yeah. yeah definitely not a gentleman. Um, the reality is is it, you could come into the sport of gentleman and leave a psychopath with the amount of brain trauma that goes on. That's true. So That's true. I, I enjoy that they call it the sweet science because there is definitely something scientific behind it, but I wouldn't classify it as a gentleman sport. No, I, no. I just think it's, I just think it's very on, honorable and gentleman, gentleman like, like you're, uh, you're a guy with just two hands fighting another man with just two hands, and anything can happen, and you're putting it all on the line. It's very gentleman like, in my, in my eyes. I think they compete as a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, like we're, we're I'm not going to bite you, but if we're, right. in the, we're in the street, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, I'll respect the respectfully disagree, but agree at the same time. True. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. yeah. Y- yes, you are a gentleman strictly because of that hat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and you're stuck because of that one. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> let's wrap this fucking thing up. We can get you out of here and you can get some sleep. I know you got a fight soon. Um, how do you see this fight with Stuart going down? Honestly, it's a fight and anything can happen. I'm uh but I I see my jab working a lot. I see my boxing working really well and I see a stoppage happening and after the second half of the fight. Okay. How I now I got to get my P's and Q's right before I make my pick here. How many rounds? <sighs> probably 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 4 or 5 rounds. Okay, so is this a 6 round fight then? Yeah. Okay. So this is a this is where I'll I'll weigh in and I'll give my pick because a six round fight is a problem for Stewart. Um, coming from such a long amateur background and such spaced out time in between fights, he's later on in the age of his career. Um, re, you've heard the saying, "You can't teach an old dog new tricks." Mm-hmm. When you are trained to compete in a two minute round for so many fights and and not have the opportunity to get in and, and get rounds in with less skilled guys. And this is where I'm going to mm-hmm. pump your tires a little bit because you're a very high-skilled fighter. No, thank you. 
Um, it's not going to go well for him, unfortunately, in this fight. Uh, I believe you probably end this fight in the fourth. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually, it's either going to be, you're, you're going to chin him or he's going to quit on the stool. All right. I like that prediction. So that's, that's my pick. Jake, you'll get her done by four rounds. It it won't, will not go to six. Um, sponsors, give your sponsors a shout out before we get out of here. Um, Dave, the vet from, uh, the Cheltenham vet, uh, Mike Doucette, uh, a good buddy, Max Belisario. Uh, should I should have had my list out? I've got I've got a couple I got a couple more good ones. Uh, my buddy, my buddy, my good friend, Derry. Um, shoot, I wish I I wish oh, I had no. I wish I had my list out here right now. But maybe when you post this on Instagram, I'll comment on my sponsors on the, on the list down low. Anyway, all of his sponsors, thank you very much for supporting yeah, the great thank Canadian athletes. Yeah, so much, athlete. guys. You're making my dreams come true, so thank you. Thanks uh, for having me on the podcast, man. Appreciate no it. No problem. My sponsors, on it. If you're not on it, get on it at onit.com forward slash TFS podcast. USG, they make some of the finest boxing gear in the game along with walkout gear. You got walkout gear for this fight? Um, Yeah, like what do you mean, my robe and shorts and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything except for a cap right now. Wow. Did you have to pay for this stuff? Um. My. Yeah. 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 But okay. like through through sponsorship. So no, actually, not really. I guess if you look at it like that. Well, good enough. But I, look, I, we got a cat coming to say hello. This is. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up, dude? Get the fuck out of here, man. Whatever. He can stay. <laughs> um. I'm gonna link you up with USG and my guy Howie. I'm gonna put you in contact with him. Um, Howie, Respects, brother. Thank Howie you. is a local um, Toronto guy. So I oh, sweet. He's not far from you. He actually lives in Mississauga. So I'm going to link you up with him. Uh, Sovereign Extract, some of the best THC and CBD products on the planet. And uh, last but not least, some people's favorite and some people's... I get a lot of hate for this. You know what this is? Uh, what is that? This is not a flashlight. This... <laughs> Is a flashlight. The flashlight, eh? Hey, nice. So if you guys, I'm going to do a draw for a slightly used flashlight later on in the month. Ah, uh, slightly used. <laughs> just kidding. Brand new in the box. I will do a draw. You'll be able to enter it on the, the Final Shot Podcast Instagram. So go Sign give me us. Up. Sign me up. All right, I'll send you one if you want. I, I swear to God I haven't used it. Actually? Yeah, I'll send you one. Uh, I'd I love one, sure. Done deal. I'll send you one. Fuck it. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. We've got a bunch of different options, though. Maybe I'll send them in your DMs, though. I don't want to get weird on this fucking show too much. But I will send you a flashlight. Um, Guys, remember, like and subscribe to the podcast on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, whatever fucking podcast app you got on your phone. Hit the subscribe button. Show us some love. If you don't like the podcast, leave me a fucking comment and tell me what's up. I do not care. I'll get back to you. Um, Oh, I have one self-serving thing to do today. Um, Ariel Hawani made his return to the podcast uh, area. The MMA Hour is back. Um, Ariel and I don't see eye to eye. Um, but I am glad that he's back in the space and he's doing good stuff for combat sports across the world. But Ariel, you got to stop with a few things. We don't give a fuck how you pronounce Israel Adesanya. Uh, We also 
don't care about how you close out your podcast so stop fucking doing that it drives me nuts i gotta turn it off 30 seconds before it's over and i miss some shit but glad to have him back he's fantastic um guys check jake out on the three lions promotion show september 11th i swear to god There'll be a knockout on the show. Either it's going to be Jake or Ryan Rizicki. Who fucking knows? Check it out September 11th. Guys, that's the final shot.